Welcome to the Unfading Truth Bible Reading Plan. Today we're reading Luke chapter 23, verses 39 through 43. The final promise Jesus made before dying is the most comforting of all. Luke chapter 23 is Luke's account of Jesus' crucifixion. We're going to focus on verses 39 through 43. But we're also going to read verses 32 and 33 here to to help give us the context. Starting here at verse 32. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals, one on his right and the other on his left. Dropping down now to verse 39. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly for we're getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Well, we're going to begin this week focused on how this concept of the resurrection of the body comforts us. And let's start off understanding that it's our soul which will be taken immediately after this life to Christ's its head. This is the story of two criminals, one hanging on either side of Jesus, but both looking at their present situation from vastly different perspectives. To call them criminals or even thieves, as the older translations put it, well, that's an understatement. In in modern parlance, these guys would be classified as terrorists or insurrectionists guilty of murdering multiple people and fomenting violence wherever they went. Regardless of how they're referred to, these guys represent two different types of people in the world. The one insults and belittles the Son of God who's hanging right there next to him, since God's not giving him exactly what he wants. The other better better understands the reality of the situation. God is giving both of them exactly what they deserve. It's this ability to look past the lies that come from within, which is an ability given by the Holy Spirit. It's that ability to look past those lies that results in the proper attitude as he approaches his maker. This second humbled criminal fears God. But notice this properly grounded fear for God doesn't result in terror and dread. Rather, it brings about one simple request to the Savior who's innocently suffering the same punishment as him. He says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus' reply, which likely came between gasps for air as he hung there on the cross, It forms the foundation for one of the most comforting doctrines in the Bible. 
Jesus says to this sinner-turned-saint, Today you shall be with me in paradise. Let's dig a little bit deeper. Although this criminal's theology was spot-on in his dying moments, it certainly wasn't well-developed or comprehensively applied to his life. He'd likely never read the Bible, and the only thing he knew about God's law was, was how to break it. But he obviously wasn't saved because of his lifetime of faithful service or good deeds, nor because of what he knew about the man hanging in the middle. Rather, his salvation came because of what Christ remembered about him, that he was a child of God, and he ultimately came to fear God because he was chosen before the creation of the universe to be a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. That's what Christ remembered about him. Today we're focusing on the immediacy of the criminal's salvation. Because of this short conversation between two dying men, you can have absolute certainty that those of you have known who have placed their faith in Jesus Christ instantly were welcomed into paradise upon drawing their final breath. In addition, you can live the life of gratitude that this criminal would have most certainly lived had he been given the chance. Knowing that your last day in this life will instantly give way to your first day in eternity. As you pray today, acknowledge who God is. That's how you begin. Uh, And today we can begin our prayer to our Father God who judges justly and calls all sinners to account. Then in our prayer, align your life with God's will. And and today we can do that by praying that you will live with the assurance of and the gratitude for your sure salvation. Then you can ask God for what you need. Remember, everything else that you hear today will fade away. But the word of the Lord is unfading truth. 